Hey there, welcome back to the FIFO Project Podcast, your ultimate source of inspiration, guidance, and support for women in mining. I'm Emma, founder of the FIFO Project, and I am so excited to be joining you today for our very first episode of 2024. Here at the FIFO Project, we are on a mission to empower women in the mining industry to thrive in every aspect of their lives, from overcoming the unique challenges of FIFO work to achieving your health and fitness goals. We are here to support you every single step of the way through our transformative programs like Fly in Fitness, the On and Offsite Challenge and Wellness in Work Boots. We provide tailored solutions to help you unlock your full potential both on and off the work site. Whether you're looking to improve your mindset, prioritize your health and wellness, or simply connect with a supportive community of like-minded women, you will find everything you need right here. But our mission extends beyond our programs. Through this podcast, we aim to share inspiring stories, practical tips, and valuable insights to help you navigate the ups and downs of life in the mining industry. Each episode is packed with actionable advice, empowering conversations, and a whole lot of encouragement to help you thrive in your career and beyond. So if you're ready to take your life and your career to the next level, you are in the right place. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode of the FIFO Project podcast and connect with us on social media. We love to hear from you. We love to have you join the conversation and it is a great way for you to stay up to date with everything going on at the FIFO Project. There is so much happening. You can find us just about anywhere. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, TikTok, all of the places. Just search at the FIFO Project and you will find us everywhere. Alrighty, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. I am excited to talk about this one. We are talking about building the perfect nighttime routine, or I should say pre-bedtime routine, because as we know, in the mining industry, there's not just uh, working during the day and sleeping at night. We're bit all over the place sometimes with day shift, night shift, being at home, being at work. And sleep is one of the biggest things that people are missing out on when they're working FIFO. So whether it's just a really bad quality of sleep or if it's less hours of sleep when you are at work, we are missing some some really good sleep. And uh, as we know, that impacts our health enormously. So let's let's uh, before we get into the specifics of like nighttime or pre bedtime routines, let's just take a little moment to talk about why sleep matters so much, especially for you lovely ladies and men. If there's any men listening, working in the mining industry, did you know that sleep deprivation is so common among miners? With studies showing that shift workers are at a higher risk of experiencing sleep disturbances. I think we all know that because shift work upsets your internal body clock immensely. In fact, research has found that mining workers often struggle with sleep-related issues like insomnia, sleep apnea, and excessive daytime sleepiness. You can probably all relate to that on R&R, all of which can have serious consequences for your health, health, Health and safety on the job. My goodness, spit it out, Emma. 
So as you can see, as you can imagine, you know, workplaces have fatigue management policies and all those sort of things now. But what are you doing to help support your sleep and ensure that you are getting a good night's sleep? So let's talk about the circadian rhythm. To understand why sleep is so critical, it's important to first understand the concept of the circadian rhythm. Our bodies operate on a 24-hour internal clock known as the circadian rhythm, which regulates various physiological processes, including our sleep-wake cycles. When our circadian rhythm is disrupted, such as by irregular work hours or exposure to artificial light at nighttime, it can really throw off our sleep patterns and lead to a host of health problems. We are talking like that brain fog, mental alertness, all those sorts of things that are actually really important to have on a mind side. Without those, we tend to run into a bit of mischief in our safety on site. So we want to avoid that. The circadian rhythm is so important. It is what keeps us going. And just a little short story, I was feeling quite burnt out last year. I'd been working really hard. I had a lot of things going on in my personal life. And we went on a holiday. We went out to the desert, um, way out past, if if you know, like Linster, Menzies, Gwalior, way out past all that. Um, and part of that um, was just because we were we didn't stay at like um, campsites and things like that. We uh, were up with the sun and down with the sun. And I tell you what, my circadian rhythm was so in sync with itself and with my life choices. I came back from that trip so refreshed, so happy, so relaxed. Even though we were driving every day and setting up and packing down our campsite and, and all those different things, we were out in the heat in the daytime. I just came back feeling so refreshed because um, my circadian rhythm was just happy. I was up with the sun. I was getting that natural light in the day and down with the sun in the evening. It was fantastic. All right, let's get back on track. Understanding sleep at home versus at work because we know it's very different when you're on site. Possibly most people sleeping in a single bed that's like super uncomfy with that same old blue blanket that we all have versus being at home in our beds where we're a lot more comfortable. We have control over, um, you know, how much light and noise we have most of the time in our own homes. When it comes to sleep, there's a notable noticeable difference between restful nights at home and those spent at work in mining camps or on site. At home, as I was saying, we have more control over our sleep environment and we can really create ideal conditions for rest and relaxation. However, when working in the mining industry, factors like noise, light and irregular schedules can disrupt our sleep patterns and make it really challenging to get that quality rest. Even if it appears you're sleeping seven, eight hours at night time, it's the quality of rest that we need to look into as well. This is especially true for those shift workers doing day and night shift who struggle to adjust to rotating schedules and alternating between day and night shift. Despite these challenges, it's, it is definitely possible to optimize your sleep both at home and at work with the right strategies and habits. So let's have a look at crafting your perfect bedtime routine. Now that we understand why sleep matters, 
We understand the differences between sleeping at home and at work. Let's talk about how to create a pre-bedtime routine that promotes better quality sleep and overall well-being. Now, it's really important to say here that it doesn't matter whether it's daytime or nighttime when you're going to bed. It's really important to implement these strategies and having different bedtimes, whether you're going to sleep first thing in the morning or whether you're going to sleep last thing at night, um, just having these routines and this pre-bedtime uh, strategies in place to help you get that quality sleep every single night. So number one, set a consistent sleep schedule. I know we all know this, but we don't all do it. Even when we're at home, we don't do this um, as often as we probably should. So aim to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. This helps regulate your body's internal clock and it improves sleep quality over time. So we want to make sure that we are going to bed at the same time every night when we're on site um, and waking up at the same time each day. Super important. Obviously, this is going to be a different schedule when you're at home because ain't nobody waking up at 3.30 in the morning when you're at home on r, &R. but just trying to keep that consistent so that it's not like you're sleeping for 12 hours the first day and then like four hours every other day after that. We want to try and keep it as consistent as possible. That sleep schedule is really important. When you're on night shift, look at the way that you're setting up your day. Most people spend most of their wake time before work on night shift and then coming home and going straight to bed. That's not how we work on day shift. On day shift, we wake up and go straight to work and then we spend our free time after our shift. So have a think about that as well. Where are you spending your free time? Where are you having most of your wake time? Is it before work or is it after work? And then really try and match those schedules together. So that whether it's day shift or night shift, you're waking up and going straight to work and then you're having that wake time and rest time after your shift and then going to bed starting again. Create a relaxing environment. I know this is not easy for everyone, but um, at home, make your bedroom a sanctuary for sleep by keeping it cool, dark and as quiet as possible. So at home, that could look like um, blackout curtains, a really comfortable mattress and pillows. Um, whatever it is that you need to feel as comfortable as possible. Also at home, looking at things like clutter in the bedroom. If your bedroom is quite cluttered, if it's like, like for me, it's just the total dumping ground for my children. If something breaks, if they don't know what to do something, they grow out of their clothes, whatever it is, it just gets dumped in mum's room, usually on my bed. Um, if you've got that pile of clean washing sitting on the end of your bed that you haven't folded and put away, take a look at the clutter and the things in your bedroom that could be causing you that little bit of stress or overthinking or anxiety when you're laying down at night and like, oh my God, I haven't done the washing or I haven't done this, I haven't done that. Um, really try and create a relaxing environment. Now, what does that look like at work? Because obviously it can't be the same at work as it is at home. You can't turn your bedroom into an absolute sanctuary at work, especially if you are changing sites regularly. At work, it could be that you have a night mask um, for your eyes so that it is dark. You can't have blackout curtains and that sort of thing at work, but often you can take an eye mask to work. Um, some people definitely do take their own pillows. I know lots of people that take their own pillows to site because the on-site pillows are just not cutting it. So definitely look into taking your own pillow if that's something that you need, particularly if you have like back or neck problems, taking your own pillow is going to be amazing. 
Um, it's things like the air conditioner, setting it to a temperature that is not going to get to freezing cold and have you waking up in the nighttime cold, but also making sure that you're not getting too hot at nighttime. So setting it at a really even temperature, try and keep the room as consistent as possible in its temperature. Um, again, we want to look at the clutter when you're on site. If you are the kind of person that you come home, you come back to your room after a day on site and you just dump all your stuff everywhere, it's just unnecessary clutter that could cause anxiety, could cause stress. It could cause you to be thinking about it as you're going to bed at night, like, oh, fuck, I didn't do my washing today or I didn't do this today or whatever. So that is something else to be mindful of. It looks, looks it just looks different on site than it does at home. We still want a comfortable bedroom. We still want it to be as clutter-free as possible. Put stuff away in a bag. Use your cupboards if you need to. Um, just tidy up a little bit and just keep that room looking really nice. So it can, you can create a sanctuary without having all of the things there. Um, I do know people that take like diffusers to site as well. So um, if you like a certain um, like aromatherapy oil or something as you're going to bed um, that you find really relaxing, plenty of people take diffusers to site as well. So, I mean, that could be something a little bit luxurious, but could be something to look into as well. The next one we're going to look at, I know that everybody knows this. We we know it's, you know, like the back of our hand and yet we're not doing it. <laughs> Um, which is limit screen time. I know everybody goes to bed scrolling their phone or watching something on Netflix, um, but the blue light that is emitted by electronic devices like smartphones, tablets, and computers can interfere with your body's natural sleep-wake cycle. Try to limit screen time at least an hour before bed and consider using apps or settings that reduce the blue light exposure in the evening. So for me, I will quite often be on my phone, not so much at bedtime, but prior to bedtime. And I make sure that all my light settings are like as low as possible. So it's not like this crazy bright light in my face if I have to be on my phone. And the same on my computer, I'd turn down the light so it's not quite so bright and screaming in my face. Um, those blue light glasses can also be good for people that need to be sitting at computers all day. Um, help with just reducing that blue light and uh, allowing you to sleep better at night time afterwards. Um, and if you do, if you are sort of a person that you relax at the end of the day by going back to your room and watching a little bit of Netflix, that's fine. But just try to limit it to a shorter amount of time, maybe like one episode or something like that, and try and make sure it's not something that's like overly stimulating. If it's like a horror movie or it's super suspenseful or it's packed full of drama and it really like gets your heart racing, gets you thinking, that's really revving you up and it's not going to help you to wind down quietly for bedtime. So if you must watch a little bit of TV or something to wind down, just make sure that it's not like crazy drama, horror that kind of thing, because it is internally stressing your body out. So I know it's not super easy. Lots of us go back to our room and like call family and friends. We might FaceTime the kids. We might uh, FaceTime husband, wife, friends, family, that kind of thing. Um, and that's perfectly fine. We need to keep those communication lines open. Just look at the settings on your phone and just try and have before you go to bed some downtime with no screens Maybe just like relax, do some deep breathing, do some stretching, something like that to help you get into that uh, that mode. 
Same thing at home as well. Even when we're at home, we shouldn't be up all night watching crazy amounts of Netflix. We shouldn't be um, exposed to heaps of blue light. We shouldn't be scrolling our smartphones in bed when we're trying to fall asleep. And then the next minute you've gone down this like crazy rabbit hole and, you know, you're um, been on your phone for three hours. And you're like, oh, shit, I forgot to go to sleep. Um, which leads us sort of into number four, practicing relaxation techniques. So incorporate relax relaxation techniques like deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, and guided meditation into your bedtime routine to help calm your mind and body before sleep. This is one of my favorite things ever, and it is something that I implement with all of my kids as well. At different times, we have done different parts of these to relax before bedtime I love doing deep breathing so on site it doesn't have to be like this whole big thing we need to like start small and think smaller it doesn't have to be like this massive 20 minute learn to breathe differently kind of thing it could just be laying down in your bed at night time you've got no screens you've got nothing near you and you just take 10 really big slow deep breaths and um relax while you're already laying in bed progressive muscle relaxation is also fantastic that's something that you can do really easily laying in bed and you just work either from your toes up or from your head down and you're tensing all your muscles and then relaxing them all and you move up and down your body tensing everything as tight as you can and then release and relax and feel your body relax as you go Guided meditations are also fantastic. You can pop them on for like 10 minutes and usually you're asleep before they finish or very shortly after they finish. And there's so many different guided meditations you can do now. I mean, you can do, you know, you could just listen to um, relaxing music, whether it's like the forest sounds or the beach or whatever it is. Guided meditations, you can do like ones for anxiety, ones for depression, um, ones for sleep, insomnia, um, all different stresses, things like that. So just search for a guided meditation that suits what you're after. Mind your diet and hydration. So this is number five on our list. We want to look at avoiding really heavy meals, avoiding caffeine and alcohol close to bedtime, as these can disrupt your sleep. So opt for Light, nutritious snacks close to bedtime and staying hydrated throughout the day to promote better quality sleep. Now, let's talk about this one a lot. This is something that I would, I get really passionate about with my FIFO girls that I coach. So caffeine and alcohol close to bedtime is a massive no-no. And even on night shift, this still counts. Caffeine and alcohol close to finish time is a big no-no. Um... There are stats out there, and forgive me if I say this wrong, but if I think it's something like drinking two alcoholic drinks before bedtime um, changes your sleep quality by like 70%, I want to say. Um, yeah, something like that. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, but it is really quite astounding how much your sleep quality is affected by having alcohol close to bedtime. Also caffeine. Now I know those energy drinks and the coffee is what you're reaching for to help you get through the night shift. And I know that we like to think that that's what's holding us together. As someone that does love a coffee or two each day, I know what it's like 
to have that caffeine hit and want that caffeine hit to stay awake for longer. But it is promoting poor quality of sleep. Even if you're the kind of person that you're like, no, no, I'm fine. I can drink a coffee and fall straight to sleep. That happens to a lot of people. It's it's quite a common thing, but it's a different quality of sleep. So you're not waking up feeling as refreshed as you would if you didn't have that amount of caffeine in your system. So staying hydrated through night shift, staying hydrated through day shift, whichever shift you're doing is going to be a lot better for you than relying on caffeine, sugar, um, sugary drinks and alcohol close to bedtime. So alcohol is something a lot of people say, oh, but I fall asleep really, really well if I just have those one or two drinks at nighttime. Yes, you will fall asleep quicker if you've been drinking. But again, it's the quality of sleep that is being affected when we're looking at heavy meals, caffeine, sugar, and alcohol close to bedtime. So try and stay away from those energy drinks. If you are someone that has two or three energy drinks or more a night, try and reduce it to, so for on three energy drinks, bring it back to two for a week, then bring it back to one for a week and then half, you know, as you need to, to try and get yourself off of them. Look at staying hydrated throughout your shift. So drinking plenty of water, making sure that you're eating really good quality proteins as well. Not always easy to find on site, but just making sure that you've got protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, making sure you're getting some really colorful foods as much as you can and carbs. We need carbs. Don't fight me on that. We do need carbs, especially women. We need carbs. It helps your hormones. Um, it's just the portion size of carbs that you need to be mindful of. But 150 grams of carbs a day is fantastic for females. And if you are living a healthy, active lifestyle, there is no reason for you to not be eating carbs. That's where your energy is coming from throughout the day. So if we're eating a really nice uh, balanced diet, we're staying away from too much caffeine, we're staying away from, from those really sugary drinks and alcohol close to bedtime, that will help the quality of your sleep. It might not help you get to sleep faster. It might not help you sleep for longer periods of time, but the quality of sleep you're going to get is going to be a lot better, a lot better for you. All right, so that's our five hints that we've got today, five tips for you to getting um, a perfect bedtime routine. Let's recap those again. So we're looking at setting a consistent sleep schedule. Now, you might need to write this out because it's easier to do things once you've written them out. Make sure you're getting the same sleep schedule, whether you're on day shift or night shift. Take a look at where those wake times are, whether you're having your wake time before work or after work, and look at changing those around so that it matches up whether you're on day shift, night shift, or at home. Number two, create a relaxing environment. So take your own pillow to site, um, setting your aircon on a consistent temperature so that you're not waking up freezing cold or you're not burning hot during the nighttime. Um, take a diffuser up there if that's something that floats your boat, pillow spray, something like that, looking at the clutter in your bedroom. Number three, limiting screen time. We all know this. We talk about it until we're absolutely purple in the face and yet it is still happening constantly. If you must have that TV downtime before bed, really look at what shows you are watching, whether it is something that's like stressing your body out because it's a horror movie, it's a lot of drama, it's leaving you on a cliffhanger, wanting more. 
Uh, number four, practice relaxation techniques. So incorporate relaxation techniques like deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation and guided meditations are going to be fantastic for helping your mind and body to wind down at bedtime, particularly your mind, just slowing it down so that you're not constantly thinking about what's been going on at work during the day or what could potentially be happening at work tomorrow. It's just really helping your mind to shut down. And number five is being mindful of your diet and hydration throughout the day, avoiding heavy meals, caffeine and alcohol close to bedtime and um, getting that really good quality sleep. There you have it. That's your five strategies for crafting the perfect free bedtime routine to help you get the quality sleep that you need to thrive in the mining industry. Remember, sleep is not a luxury. I hear so many people say, oh my God, it's such a luxury to come home and get my seven hours sleep. It is not a luxury. It is a necessity for your health, safety, and overall well-being. So prioritize your sleep, invest in creating a sleep-friendly environment, and commit to practicing healthy sleep habits each and every single day. So it is a necessity, not a luxury. Remember that a healthy person has healthy sleep every single night, especially if you are on a weight loss journey and you are finding you're struggling to get those kilos off. Take a look at your sleep and your stress levels. Stress is a whole other topic we will tackle in another podcast, but your sleep will drastically change your weight loss um, journey that you are on. So make sure that we are prioritizing sleep in particular, as we get towards the end of most years, that's where you see the, uh, the, the burnout, the lack of sleep, all those sorts of things adding up and where safety becomes a massive concern. So don't let yourself become another statistic on site and getting tired, stressed out, fatigued and um, making mistakes in the workplace. We want you all coming home safe to your family, to your friends, to your pet dog, every single swing, because that's what we are here for. We are here for your, the community of women in mining and resources. We love you all. We love supporting you. Don't forget to follow us on um, social media at the FIFO Project subscribe, follow the podcast, leave us a review, chat to us, tell us what you're doing to create the perfect bedtime routine. If you are someone that's now going to go away and create a perfect bedtime routine, take a screenshot of it and send it to me. I would love to see what you are implementing in your bedtime routines that is helping you get that quality of sleep every single night on day shift, night shift and at home. Thanks so much for tuning in today and until next time, sleep well, stay safe and stay connected. Bye.